Hello and welcome to the Bridge City Church podcast. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am. We'd love to have a coffee and a chat. We hope you enjoy this week's message brought to you by Pastor Robin. See you at church. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, can we turn to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and I'm going to read from verse 58. And the message title this morning is Be Strong, Be Steady, Be Constant. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labour is not in vain in the Lord. And then I want to read that from the amplified version as well. Therefore my beloved brothers and sisters be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the work of the Lord, always doing your best and doing more than is needed. Being continually aware that your labor even to the point of exhaustion in the Lord is not futile nor wasted. It is never without purpose. That brings it out beautifully, doesn't it? So, Heavenly Father, we thank you today that, Lord God, you've given us your word. Your word is a lamp to our feet and a light unto our path. Your word is our direction, our correction, our strategy, our love letter from you. Lord, your word is all we need, Father God, to navigate the path of life that you've given us in the times that we're living in. I pray, Father, this morning that as I um, bring forth the word that you've placed upon my heart, that you would make my tongue as the pen of a skillful writer. Father, that you would bring forth um, from me, Lord, the truth that you want me to speak this morning, Lord God. And I pray, Father, as that word goes forth this morning, for those that are here and those that are online, it will be milk for those who need milk. And it will be meat for those who need meat. In other words, Lord, your word is going to, Lord, nourish the youngest to the very oldest, the most immature to the very maturest. And Father, we thank you that as you send your word, it will accomplish what you send it to do. And we give you praise and thanks that you are our God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So one scripture this morning, but I've got a few that I want to unpack as we go along. So the book of 1 Corinthians is where Paul planted a church in the, uh, the city of Corinth. And I don't know how many of you know, but uh, Corinth was a place that was full of incredible immorality and sin and lots of evil goings on, lots of idol worship. And also the church there was having some issues as well. Divisions, there were lawsuits, there were sexual sins, there was bad worship, there was immaturity. Um, you know, sometimes there's nothing new under the sun, is there? We see the world around us and we see the things that people are battling with. And, you know, the word is so incredible because it's the same yesterday and today and forever that there's always something that we can pick up and learn and apply in our lives and in the lives of, our, uh, of those that we love. So we see that the church wasn't, wasn't perfect. The church was never perfect, but we serve a perfect God. Amen. And so what he was doing there was saying, Paul was saying, he was instructing the Christian community through this scripture 
Don't be like the world. Be like the word. Be like Jesus. Be like him. In 1 Corinthians 15, Paul explains how that Jesus had risen from the dead. And if he didn't, then everything's a waste of time. But he did rise from the dead, that he was in the grave three days and that he did come back to life again. And because of that, those that believe in Jesus are living a life full of faith and full of hope, just like Kathy spoke about at communion, that the hope that we have is in Jesus. Proverbs says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. And so we can look to Jesus because he's our hope in everything that we are walking through. Yeah. Isn't he amazing? He's amazing. So while we're here on earth waiting for Christ's return, we've got to be motivated to get on about doing the things that he's called us all to do. And I want to look at a few of those things today. Be ye steadfast, the old King James says. Be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labour is not in vain in the Lord. You see, our labour in, in the Lord is never without fruit, but it's the timing of things. Our labour outside of the Lord can be well and truly without fruit. But this is the promise of God that if we're doing the things that God has called us to do, there will be fruit. There will be a, a significant God result. There will be an eternal consequence which is good in him. So should we dig a bit today? Be steadfast and immovable. Be steady, be strong. Know what you believe and know why you believe it and know who you believe. Know that your faith and your life is, is based and built upon God. He is our strength. He is our shield. He is our refuge. He is the one that we build our lives upon. He is our rock. Matthew 7 talks about building your house on a rock. It can never be shaken when it's, when it's on that rock. If you build on the sand, it's, it's shaky. You're on shaky ground. If you build in um, unstable areas, you know, the flood comes, the earthquake happens and the house will crumble. But if we build upon the rock, and that's Jesus, we will never be shaken. Be steadfast. The Greek for steadfast is hedreo, firm, fixed. Fixed in the faith of the gospel and the word. Because Christ died for our sins and rose again, we can be fixed in our faith in Jesus, knowing that we're not serving a dead God, we're serving a, a risen God, a God who died for us, a God who, who took upon himself all the sins that we ever, ever committed, that we would ever commit, past, present, future that he's paid the price for us and we can walk in that fullness of, of joy knowing that God, God has gone before us and made a way so that we can enter into the fullness of relationship with God through the blood of Jesus. And what an incredible blessing that is. No matter what's happening in our world, no matter what's happening around us, we know that we can be fixed and firm and steadfast in him in the knowledge that Jesus is our Saviour and our Lord. Steadfast means to be firmly fixed in place. Has anybody ever got the super glue out to fix something that's broken and you've got your fingers stuck to it? That feels steadfast, doesn't it? That's really hard to move. So if we think about our walk with Jesus and being fixed and steadfast in faith in him, it means that 
We are super glued to him and we choose to be super glued to him so that nothing can prize us away from him, no matter what comes against us. And it's a determination and it's a choice that we make. And Paul was instructing the Corinthians that they've got to stand firm on the teachings of Christ, not to become complicit in what's going on around, not to waver in the gospel and the truth, not to be tossed back and forth with every wave of doctrine or every, every new thing that's coming at us saying, this is the way we need to worship, that's the way we need to believe, this is the way we need to witness. We need to be fixed and firm and steadfast in, in the the essence of the gospel and in the person of Jesus and as his Holy Spirit witnesses to us that the great and incredible gift of eternal life that he's given us, we can stand firm and strong and be immovable, be super glued to him, be super glued and strong in him, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It talks about in the book of Ephesians, put on the full armour of God. Don't be a spiritual streaker today. Get that armour on and get really um, fired up with the gospel of Jesus. Get on that helmet of salvation to guard your, your head from the thoughts that would come. Put on um, the belt of truth because Jesus is our truth. Have our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. He is our peace and he will lead us in steps of righteousness and peace as we follow the path set before us. Abounding in the work of the Lord, abounding in that which he's called us to do, not which we are choosing to do, but the things that he has called us to do. You know, we hold up that shield of faith and that extinguishes every fiery dart from the enemy. It's our faith that will accomplish in us and through us the things that we know we can't do in ourselves. In our weaknesses, his strength made perfect. We can't. He can when we are fixed steadfast to him and his purpose. We can be strong in him, strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Allowing the word of God to strengthen us and transform us into who he has purposed us to be. And the scripture is saying don't stop. Now's not the time for us to become defeated. Now is not the time for us to become distracted or discouraged. But it's talking about staying the course. It's talking about stickability. It's talking about even though we might be feeling weak and downcast, you know, we know that in our weakness his strength is made perfect and it's that steadiness, that rock solidness in God that we can hang on to him, that we can hold fast to him the shepherd and the overseer of our soul. Being immovable, that's a lot like being steadfast. However, immovable means one is not capable of being moved. That's the difference, isn't it? Not capable of being moved. And that really comes down to our choice too, doesn't it? It's taking that choice daily, sometimes hourly. I shall not be moved. I'm about the Father's business. I want to do what he wants me to do. Nothing more and nothing less. Making up our minds that nothing that's said, nothing that is done, nothing that is implied, nothing that is 
discouraging is going to move us from the purpose that God has for each and every one of us. That we're rock solid, that we keep our eyes and our mind on Jesus and on the purpose for which God's created us and the reason Jesus died and that's to save a lost and dying world for the not yet believers, for the not yet. And it's holding fast to the word of truth, God's promise for you and for your family and for your children and your children's children and those you love. No matter what's happening around us, being immovable, being steadfast, not being swayed from the purpose that God's called us to, not being knocked off our feet and not getting back up again. You know, it's okay to fall down, but it's how you get back up again. One more time, one more time, one more time. You see, we've got to build upon the solid rock of Jesus because if we're on shaky ground, everything we do in our lives is subject to shake. (laughs) Everything becomes inconsistent, but it's building on that solid rock of Jesus and his revelation. Being steadfast and immovable means we are not distracted, that we're not moved from the things that God's calling us to do. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith. Hebrews 12.2, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Being persistent like a bull terrier after a scent, <laughs> on a mission. I've had um, my daughter and two of the grandchildren with me here this week. And the little one, little eight-month-old one, is, um, she's crawling. And she's after everything. And you pick her up and you distract her. She goes for the bookshelf. You take her away from it. She goes back again. She goes back again. As I was watching her, I was thinking, wow, that's how we need to be. That's how we need to be with the Word of God and God's purpose for us. We need to be consistent, not being distracted, not being put out of the way. Keep going back. Keep going back. And I thought that's that, that, that essence of the child where no matter what's coming against us, we keep going back. We keep going back. We don't get distracted. We don't sit on our bottoms in our nappies and have a good whinge. (laughs) Or perhaps for a little while, you know, have a little thumb suck. (laughs) But you keep going back to it. You keep going back to it. Not being pushed out of the way because of those that might come against you, those that would speak against you. How the enemy will try and stop you from doing the things you want to do. Being strong. Life will attempt to stop you. It'll firstly try and stop you finding your mission. People will try and stop you. 1 Peter 5.8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The enemy wants to stop you. But God, but God, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. When God calls you, he equips you. When God gives you a mission, he gives you the vision and he gives you everything that you need to fulfill that in his time. There are things that will continue to come against you, but we have hope in Jesus. When you think about it, 
Our hope in Christ is the anchor of our souls. Our hope in Christ because of what he's paid for us, what he did for us. That's got to be our anchor pulling us through, making us walk through the valley of the shadow of whatever is distracting, discouraging, hurting you, rejecting you, giving you sorrow and grief. Jesus, the anchor for our soul, bringing you through into incredible, incredible victory in him. You see, without the hope of Jesus, we'll be off point. We'll be on shaky ground. We won't be making the main thing the main thing. And then the scripture goes on and it talks about always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's being constant, always abounding, getting about the Father's business. The message says, throw yourself into the work of the Master, confident that nothing you do for him is a waste of time. Isn't that wonderful? You see, we've got to be about our works in God. Faith without works is dead. James chapter 2, verse 20. We need to be doing something. We need to be doing what God asks of us, what he requires of us. We need to be doing it joyfully. We need to be doing it cheerfully. We need to be doing it diligently. We need to be doing it with constancy, consistency in everything that we do. And, you know, we need to walk in that obedience in faith, not giving up. And not dependent on the results that we're seeing or dependent on the results we're not seeing. Because sometimes what we're not seeing, what we see is temporal. What we don't see is eternal. So it's walking by faith, not relying on the, the physical prompts around us to motivate us. It's walking by faith. And it's adjusting according to what God is saying. Now to the right. Now to the left, now stop, now sit, now run, now praise me. It's sowing the seed of God's word into lives, just like natural seed. When we're about God's business, doing the things he's called us to do, just like when we plant a seed in the ground, it takes time. But all the while that seed's in the ground, there is a work going on in that seed that's unseen for us. But you know by faith that that seed is going to accomplish what it's been sown to do. And it's the same in the spirit. Whatever God's called us to do, even though we're not seeing a result yet or we may not be seeing a result or we're seeing a wrong result, keep at it. Keep at it. Be constant. Be at it. Be immovable. Be strong. Be steadfast in what God's given you to do. Don't give up because you might be giving up just before you break through. We need to maintain that persistence, persistence in prayer, waiting for the breakthrough that God is going to give us. Mm. Hebrews 6.10, For God is not unjust to forget your work and labour of love, keep at it, which you have shown towards his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. That you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Isn't that amazing? Keep at it, saints. 
Keep at the ministry. Keep at what God's called you to do until the end. That's really spoken to me this week. And no matter what we're going through, Romans 8.18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. No matter what we're going through, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. We're working for the King. We're working for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're walking in obedience to him. We're shedding the love of Jesus abroad. We're being the fragrance of Christ wherever we are. We're preaching the gospel of Jesus. And sometimes we even use words. Amazing. You see, we can't pay too great a price when we consider what Jesus has paid for us. I read a quote this week too. We can't do too much nor suffer too much for so good a God. If we serve him now, we shall see him there. If we suffer for him on earth, we shall reign with him in heaven. Awesome. If we die for his sake, we shall rise again from the dead, be crowned with glory, honour and immortality and inherit eternal life. Wow. You see, we've not yet suffered unto death. But just like Jesus, he came, he set his face like flint. He walked down that Palm Sunday road down the Mount of Olives. He set his face like flint knowing what he was going to go through. We don't know what we're going to go through. He did, and he did it anyway. No matter what we're going through, keep going, keep going. Be steadfast. Be immovable. It's worth it. Whatever we've got to go through, it's worth it because of what Jesus has done for us. You see, if we live, it's Christ. If we die, it's gain. Win, win, no matter what. We win. We win. Say to the person next to you, we win. We do. <laughs> we win. That's exactly right. Because your labour in the Lord is not in vain. Be constant. So the word, Isaiah 55, 11, and I'll finish soon, maybe. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So the word of God. He's going to prosper as you sow the word of God, as you walk out your salvation in fear and trembling, looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith, not worrying about what's happening in your life, committing it to prayer, not worrying about what's happening in your family, committing it to prayer. You can be concerned. You can have to you process it through that, that mental anguish when things are happening in your family. You know, when your loved ones are, are going through stuff... I. I find it far harder for my loved ones when I see them going through stuff than for myself because I just, yeah, I want to make it better. I'm a mum. I want to kiss them and make them better. <laughs> Sometimes the kiss and make it better has got to come purely from God. And when we have loved ones that are going through stuff, 
we've got to really commit to prayer. God, you love them more than I do. God, you know the beginning from the end and everything in between. God, you know the plans you have for them, plans to give them a future and to give them a hope and to prosper them as they seek you with all their heart. Lord, they're not seeking you with all their heart. Lord, change their hearts. You see, if we got so serious about prayer and were steadfast in speaking the word of God, I wonder how different lives might be. And we all have seasons where we're absolutely passionate about the things we're praying. But sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we get discouraged. Was that just me? Good. Let's be real. Sometimes we feel like we're between a rock and a hard place and you're not seeing the breakthrough you want. But our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is in the fact that that seed of faith and that seed of the word that's in those circumstances is going to germinate and break through that hard winter ground and grow into the plant that's going to produce fruit tenfold, a hundredfold, whatever God chooses it to do. It's holding on in faith. It's being steadfast. It's being immovable. It's abounding in the work of the Lord. It's trusting God in the unknown. It's thanking him for what you know he is doing. It's thanking him for what he's done. But it's also in faith thanking him for what he's about to do because he's a good God and his plans are good. And he has the perfect plan for every single one of us and for our loved ones. But it's holding on in faith and it's persevering in prayer. That constancy, consistency. Constancy, is that a word? Consistency. You see, the results aren't our problem. If we're in the will of God, if we're seeking him, if we are obedient to him, the results have got nothing to do with us. It's all God's business. You see, it's our obedience that is our primary obligation. Maybe that's not the right word. We've got to walk in obedience to Christ. Not because we have to, but because we love him. Because we want to please our Father. Because we want to see the God results in things. Because if we are labouring the things that are not of God... We're not going to get the God result. But if we are labouring and abounding in the work of the Lord, we will see the God result. We don't need the praise or the acceptance of men. But it's nice. We need to encourage each other as family in God. You see your brother or your sister going through something hard, pull alongside of them, encourage them, send them a text. Not allowed to hug each other these days. There's lots of other things that you can do. We are the body of Christ. We're stronger together. Encourage each other. Fellowship. Much more as you see the day approaching, it says. Be together. Call each other up. 1 Thessalonians 5.11 says, Comfort one another and edify one another just as you also are doing. You see, encouragement is a great gift. It talks about it in the book of Romans. Romans chapter 12. He who exhorts, exhort. And I never knew what exhort meant. I always used to get mixed up with exhaust pipes and cars and stuff like that. Exhort, encourage. 
Encourage. Be God's cheerleader. Cheer for Jesus and cheer each other on as we're doing the things that God wants us to do. Yeah? 2 Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. Whoever wakes up feeling like they're perishing? <laughs> yeah. Yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. If the apostles saw what Jesus went through, saw the rejection, the suffering, his death on the cross, if the apostles saw that happening around them and they knew him as Saviour and Lord, and yet it didn't deter them, it didn't make them run away, well, not permanently, It firmed their resolve in the things that God had given them to do. Wouldn't we face a thousand deaths just to serve our Saviour and King? We see the example that they set and other heroes in the faith that we see in the Word. You see, our labour in the Lord is not in vain. Our most diligent services. Sometimes you think, well, all I do is just this. It's never just this when it's for God. When God has put something in your hand to do, you are serving God. Feel proud in him. (laughs) Feel proud in him. You see, God sees everything that we do for him. Psalm 126, those who sow in tears shall reap in joy. He who continually goes forth weeping, bearing seed for sowing, shall doubtless come again with rejoice, bringing his sheaves with him. There's got to be weeping. Weeping remains for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. He has for me turned my mourning into dancing, my sorrow into joy. He's making us the trees of righteousness, the plantings of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Colossians 3, 1. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. There is much to do. Don't give up now. You may be right on the edge of your breakthrough. Now is not the time to quit. You could be seconds away from that breakthrough. Keep going. Be ye steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. You might be a step away from that healing. You might be a step away from that breakthrough that you've been praying for, for that loved one. Keep going. 
Be steadfast. You might have been through a lot and you might be tired and worn out. You might be exhausted. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. But to renew your strength, you've got to wait upon the Lord. You've got to have that quiet time. You've got to pull aside and be with him. You might feel like you're doing it all by yourself too. But you know what? You're not. God is with you through every fiery trial. Though you walk through the valleys, he's with you. Through the fire, he's with you. Though the floodwaters rise, he is with you. He will carry you. He will take you through. He will accomplish in you what his purpose is for you. He's with you. He's for you. You plus God equals victory. Amen? Mm. Don't give up. So I'm going to finish with that scripture again. Therefore, are you ready for coffee, are you? (laughs) Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that our labour is not in vain in the Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are, you're a good, good God. You're a good, good Father. You're a wondrous Saviour, Lord Jesus. And you've sent your Holy Spirit to us. Holy Spirit, you are so welcome in this place today. Minister to your people today, Father, I pray. Lord God, I pray that if there be anyone that's listening today, that does not know Jesus as Saviour and Lord, that they would cry out to you now and say, Lord Jesus, be my Saviour, be my Lord, take my life. I surrender to you now. Forgive my sins. If there be any today that have been so worn down that you feel like you've been moved, You feel like you've not been steadfast. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you, Lord God, would just minister to every heart. Whatever it is that we've laid down because of our weariness, Father, we choose to pick up again. Whatever it is that has discouraged us, Father, we give it to you now in the name of Jesus. Whatever it is, Lord God, that has caused us to be on shaky ground, Lord, we run to you. We run back to you into the secret place of the Most High God. We choose to be strong, to be steady and to be consistent with you. We choose this day, Lord God, to make the main thing the main thing. We choose this day to pick up whatever it is that you'd placed in our hand that we'd put down and continue to serve you with all our hearts and all our souls, we choose this day you. Help us, Lord, with all we need to do. And we give you praise. We give you thanks. We thank you that it's not over. We thank you that we have a job to do. We thank you that there is joy to be had in every day. And we look to you. From whence our help comes. We commit this time into your hands now. In the matchless and the mighty 
and the strong and steady name, the name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe to stay up to date with all our latest sermons. If you would like to get connected, you can find us on Facebook at Bridge City Church or come along to our Sunday service at 10am.